Boom. What's going on, everybody? We are on the top floor now filming this podcast. Sorry, it's been a while since my last one. Last one, I believe, was with Fez. And I've been saying I've been, I'm going to do this. This one's going to be a little different because for those of you who don't know, I posted on my Instagram that I opened up a Gmail called advicefromscott at gmail.com. And essentially what I'm going to do is, I mean, essentially what I did <laughs> was I had people email me uh, just asking questions for advice. I thought it'd be interesting to like go through it. One, for those of you who want to ask me advice, like I'm talking like anything except e-commerce or like Facebook ads or drop shipping advice. Me personally, I wouldn't listen to a drop shipping podcast about that stuff where I go over the the ROAS and how to get a higher ROAS and uh, how to um, how to target more people in your interest base. I wouldn't listen to that podcast myself. So why would I make a podcast like that? You know, and maybe you would, but I'm just personally not really into that too much. This is more about just general advice. Maybe there's gonna be some funny stuff in here. I have no clue. I literally haven't even opened one email yet. I'm just gonna go through, check them out, and uh, and read them live. Get my live reaction and just give my honest advice to these people. Email me. And again, if you want to email me, it's advice from Scott at gmail.com. And I'll, I might do yours on the next podcast. Before we get started, though. I just want to say that now that I'm on the top floor of my apartment, oh my gosh, like I literally consider this the best apartment in St. Louis. It makes me feel way different than I was on the 13th floor because I always believe that you have um, mental waves that you disperse and mental energy or just energy in general, but it's horizontal. So the more elevated you are, the clearer minded you are. That's why you have your best ideas at night because at night a lot of people are asleep, their, their brain activity is very, very low. So at night in an elevated surface, you can literally think so clearly, but just there's not many high rise buildings in St. Louis. So the fact that this is one of few, it means there's very little mental interruption. I love that. Like I can definitely, I'm not just like pulling this out of my ass. Like you can, I can literally tell a massive difference in my mentality being up here and just how I think. I'd recommend anybody going to an elevated surface because of, in addition to that benefit, what Jared Getz taught me was being in an elevated surface allows you to have expansive views to attract, to basically program your brain to attract far reaching goals. And it's the same thing with ten, um, golf. When you play golf, you want to walk so that you see something in the distance and you go towards it and you get there. It's the same. It's, it's, basically trick not really tricking your brain, but programming your brain to be like anything that you see, whether it's through your eyes or through your brain, you, every time you get it, it's more likely you'll get the next thing. And that's why it's always good to finish what you start. But without further ado, let me hop right into these questions. And one last note before I hop in, I haven't read any of these. I don't know how they're formatted. Uh, I got this idea from Bill Burr where people write in and every Monday he just like reads their questions and then gives his honest advice. So it's, it's something like that. I want this podcast to be more universal than saying like, I, I'm getting a low return on my Facebook at uh, lookalike audiences. Where should I target next? Not happening on this podcast. So let's go. So our first one's very short. Jesus just says, do you see yourself having kids at 30 and getting married? Yep. So 
Okay, here we go. All right, so now we got, I'm not gonna say the names actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on the names so that I don't expose anyone. So we got this man saying, hey Scott, I'm from India, shout out India. It's crazy, the internet's is crazy. This guy's asking me a question from India. I am currently a university student and I lack, I lack confidence and self-belief. Also, one other question that how to motivate yourself when demotivated. Ooh, well, my style might be a little different. Every time I lack motivation, I usually just think about all the times when people uh, doubted me. So whenever I doubt myself, I think of all the times that people doubted me in the past. And then I just go after it because I'm like, fuck those fuckers, you know, fuck those fuckers. Don't just keep that in your mind. Anytime anyone's ever talked down to you or anything, just remember that because that that at least for me, that motivates me like boom, boom. That's why one time in, when I was 18, I was the heaviest I ever was, 191, and I turned the corner. I saw my friend Brandon. I go, what's up, Brandon? And he goes, what the fuck, dude? Like, and he's like, dude, you got fat. I dropped 35 pounds the next month. Sometimes you need the truth. And I think we're kind of living in a society where the truth is shunned upon, like absolutely shunned upon. But because he said that to me, I went after it. And when I was in the gym working, I was thinking about him calling me fat. And I was every time I wanted to maybe like, cheat and eat a bunch of sugar or something. I was thinking about the time he called me fat. I'm like, people are starting to notice. I'm going to prove him wrong. So that's just exactly what I do. I'm going to, I'm hearing a weird echo. I don't know. I uh, set up these sound pads differently. I'm hoping this doesn't block any of the sound in the camera. Actually, one second, guys. I'm going to get up real quick. I just want to make sure that everything's copacetic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we're good on that. We're good. We're good. Ah. Uh. I've always had this irrational fear of doing like a three hour podcast and then going to turn off the camera or something and it wasn't recording at all. I have this irrational fear, but I'm gonna put this soundboard right, I mean this a sound diffuser right here and I think that is helping it a bit. Yeah, the echo. All right, moving on. Uh, similar question. Okay, so these questions are a little short, but I'll, I'll keep on going. So this man says, hey, Scott, things have been glim. After multiple visits to the doctor, he says that I've come down with a horrible case of nookie. Going to be tough to come back from this one. But anywho, you should talk a bit about the ladies. Love the podcast, brother. What the fuck is a nookie? Lack of nookie. Oh, God. Damn it. This fucker. <laughs> horrible case of lack of nookie. You should talk about the ladies, love the podcast. All right, fucker, got my ass. Okay. So next we got a very abstract name. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but either way, male or female, they go, love you, Scotty. But I must ask how to convince my parents into believing me and letting me to be on my own. Bye. Well, I would say you probably, I'm just going to be honest, I don't know your situation, but it's, most of the time you can't convince your parents to believe in you. Only you can believe in you. And if you don't believe in yourself because your parents don't believe in you, you're, or whatever you're trying to do, you're literally attaching your self-confidence into your parents' approval, which is a dangerous game to play because 
One day you're going to wake up, you're going to be 35, 40, and you're going to be like, I hate my life. I hate my job, but my parents love this. Like they love that I'm doing this, but I don't. You don't want to be one of those people. And there's many, many people in this world who they wake up and they just regret doing what they did simply because of their parents' approval. So I would say find your, find your drive in yourself because it seems like you're relying on your parents to believe in you first before you um, proceed into being your own. And that's all I can say, honestly, with that. Okay, cool. We got a really, we got a decently long question. This is the stuff I'm looking for. One second, guys. I'm just going to swap out this chair. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to put this chair right over here. Like that. I'm going to get my ergonomic chair. Like I talked about in the last podcast, I found out that my other ergonomic chair was a bunch of bullshit and the ergonomics was literally a pillow. Oh, this feels so much better. Wow. Okay. So this, uh, this man goes, Hey Scott, first of all, congratulations on everything you're doing. Thank you very much. I would like from you if possible to explain more about how you read people fast, as you said, in one of your videos. I think that it is very important because they are extremely fake people, as you say again. And the problem is once you succeed, because the people who want to enter in your life already see the process, the ones that have already betrayed you aren't that big problem, in my opinion, because you already are, you are already aware of them. I believe this is super helpful so that you don't get in fake relationships that destroy and distract you and your mindset. P.S. I'm a medical student. If you need any advice, wish me luck. Well, wish you all the best. Thank you very much. So this one's uh, basically most people have heard it's lonely at the top. And I can obviously I'm not even close to the top, but I can definitely start seeing. Uh, I, I know a lot of people who are really at the top and I, I see exactly what they do. One way that I've learned from them to avoid having these fake people who have an agenda, like when people have a non-collaborative agenda when they meet you, those are the people you want to be wary of. Because a lot of people are just going to want to use you. It's so ironic that how many fucking people that I haven't talked to in years that I knew a long time ago who became financial advisors all of a sudden want to grab coffee, all of a sudden, all of a sudden they want to hang out. We should hang out, man. I haven't seen you in five years. We should totally grab some coffee. By the way, I'm a financial advisor. I was, I'd love to like give you some advice. It's just hilarious. Like, I think like that's happened to me many, many, many times from people who actually treated me like shit. Like specifically my the old uh, expo at my work. He he pulled that on me. So funny, so funny how things can change. But to answer your question, the best way to avoid that is to avoid telling them what you do. If you're already successful, if you're looking for it's it's way easier to have a mutual friendship. When, when both of you are in the same, that's why birds of the similar feather flock together. It's way easier to have a mutual relationship because there is no agenda. Like I always say, the people I talk to drop shipping with the least are the people who are drop shipping. Like when I live with Mikey, Sebas and Fez, we didn't talk drop shipping that much because it's like everybody who approaches us wants to talk drop shipping. It's like, like we're in this little bubble. It's like, fuck, we can finally actually talk about something other than drop shipping. And so I've had instances where I go to a wedding and we're all getting along fine. And then like when I had that I ate, someone finds out, oh, that's my car. And then 
boom, everything shifts the entire wedding. I'm getting pelted with drop shipping questions. I'm getting DMs saying we should hang out so I can answer their drop shipping fucking questions. So nowadays I just say I'm an FBI agent. I'm just an FBI agent, man. Um, that's just what I do. I can't really talk about what I do too much. And then boom. Now, I don't know if starting a relationship based on a lie is the best move. All I'm saying is that's how you completely avoid it. So that because in, I know I'm, this might sound biased, but it's like if you're a famous music musical artist, people want to hang around you. And they don't necessarily want to ask you questions. They just want to be around you, tell you, tell them how much you love your music and everything. When you're in the money making, when you're in the online money making space, everybody wants to make money and everybody wants to make money online and everybody wants to make money online on their own terms. So literally every person that you meet who finds out what you do, not every single one, but almost every one, they're going to have an agenda to try to learn from you. And they're going to think that, hey, I'm the only one who's probably ever asked him this. Why, why doesn't he help me? This guy's a fucking dick. Why would he not respond to my dropshipping questions? This is bullshit. This guy's an asshole. It's like, maybe you can think I'm an asshole, but you don't know, like these people don't know my life and don't know the tens of thousands of dropshipping questions I've asked, I've answered. Okay. All right. So on to the next one. We are, this is an email from a young gentleman who is 22 from Merrick, New York. Hey, hey man, just want to reach out and say thanks for what you do. I don't really have any problems right now. I just want to say good shit for what you do and how straight you are. You helped me realize that you can't listen to people who haven't done what you wanted to do. Long story short, I got into a bunch of drugs and shit in high school and surrounded myself with wrong people. It caught up to me second year of college in 2018 and I had a seizure from Xanax withdrawals. Oh yeah, that's common. That's a common uh, withdrawal symptoms. It's crazy. Xanax withdrawals. I've never done Xanax, but I've seen people who have had withdrawals. Changed my whole life overnight. Stopped chilling with those bozos. Started putting in work, finding people with the right mindset, and tried learning from the same year. I remember watching your videos with $100 to my name, thinking, how the fuck do people do things like this? Started grinding, going to garage sales and thrift stores with legit $100. Worked my way up to start selling shoes and Supreme and shit. And just kept building on that. And last month, I did 150000 in sales on eBay and made 35000 profit. Just wanted to say thanks so much for what you do. I wouldn't know where I would be today without the vids and the content you put out. Wow. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. That's a crazy story right there. From Xanax withdrawals in college to 150000 a month on your own terms. That's what I like to see. Big, big congratulations. I love it. Um, here's another, yeah, here's another one about parents. Wow. There's a, there's a lot of questions about parents. This John Doe says how to get girlfriend. Um, I'm just scrolling through. I, I'm not going to answer all of these just because some of these are either redundant or technical. Um, so I'm not going to do all of these. Let's just go through. Okay. So this one's called cringe situation. Hello, Scott. I am a 20-year-old guy from a poor country. I went to the university in 2018, and that's when everything started going downhill. I always knew that there was something bigger for me, so I dropped out. I applied to a cruise ship and got accepted. I've been there for a good five months, earned around $5,000. Uh, didn't know about drop shipping. When I came back I home, I blew up everything. Blew, oh, okay, blew everything on partying, smoking, gambling, yada, yada, yada. Uh, lost everything. He lost everything in two months. 
He left his country after that, got a job at a five-star hotel, and he gave, wait, started educating, got into drop shipping in January 2020. I started this drop shipping project, got a supplier, come back home and hope that my store runs smoothly. Got banned, da 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 da. Three weeks ago, I started some furniture. My salary is $300. My goal is to save up at least 600 so I can start drop shipping again. Every second while I'm working, this is my future. I can't let that happen. Okay, so essentially, this man went on a cruise ship, made some money, came back, blew it all. Uh, used it as a learning experience, left his country. I'm not sure which country. And now he's working at a furniture store. There, There is no question. But in terms of advice, I would say... You said a part right here where you go, it sucks. I'm feeling like I'm missing out on everything and my timing is wrong. Every second while I'm working, I'm just looking at my coworkers and thinking, is this my future? You can so that's that's it right there. You cannot even think for a second that's gonna be your future or that will be your future. Just don't you cannot not 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 even have that thought cross your mind. You gotta already believe that it happened. Like Denzel Washington says, he goes, Be th- say thank you for the blessings you haven't even received yet. Or say say thank you for the things that haven't even happened yet. So just say thank you for, you know, thank you for allowing me to have this successful. Just thank you. Just be grateful for what has already happened. I'm going to do a whole podcast on about this, but the manifestation, main, this mainstream manifestation shit is bullshit. It is bullshit. Do not feed into that cringy shit, Okay. I, I'm just so that I don't get hate in the comments. I just want to mention, basically, if you talk about manifestation and you have manifestation groups, you're doing yourself a massive disservice. Okay, I'm gonna do a whole podcast. I just want to glance over this. To even talk about manifestation, you're putting a barrier between your thoughts and your reality. When your thought, when the whole point of manifestation is your thoughts are your reality. So to to define what you're doing. You're literally telling your brain that it's kind of like a trick. You're kind of like trick, trying to trick your brain. I don't know about you guys. I've never tried to trick my brain. I've always believed exactly what it what is. I never, ever wished for anything. I never hoped for anything. I always believed what is and then what is became. So this whole manifestation shit, I hate that word, is bullshit. Okay. So... A lot of questions about should I quit my job? Kind of like a drop. It's like basically this person saying that he has a nine to five. Should he quit his job? I get this question a lot. Just until don't quit your job until you already have an income that's paying just as much as your job or maybe just under it. But I wouldn't suggest quitting anybody's job. Um. Guys asking a question that I can't even answer. That's some that's some crazy stuff. Sixteen need some advice. A lot of earn a lot of earning money questions. A lot of drop shipping questions. Um da 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 Sorry for this blank space, guys. I'm just going through. Okay. So this is an interesting one. Again, 
I'm sorry that I'm not answering these dropshipping questions simply because they're very, very repetitive. Maybe not to you guys, but definitely for me, it's always the same questions. Like, I want to get into dropshipping. What should I do? I'm, I want to get. I'm working this job I hate. Should I just quit and start dropshipping? My parents don't believe in me. Should I just? Should I still dropship? Um, I have this amount saved up. Is this enough to start dropshipping? It's this dropshipping job. I don't, I'm just not falling into that rabbit hole on this podcast. I'm sorry about that, but. Uh, just use your common sense with all those guys. Just use your intuition and follow that and you'll never steer you wrong because you can say whatever you want in here, but at the end of the day, only what you know is right. That's why your parents, your parents do not know what's the best for you. They may, they have the intentions, they have good intentions, but they can't possibly know what's best for you because they're not you. Okay. Here's a young gentleman, 14 years old. Yo, I'm 14 years old and I don't know shit about design, but for whatever reason, I want to design clothes. Great. Okay, so this is a great example of intuition. I have ideas, but I'm awful at drawing shit, so I don't know how to put these ideas on paper. I'm trying to drop ship to make money for this clothing company, and I feel like it could help with website design. The goal is to make it to LA. Any advice on what I should do? Yeah, man, start drawing. I wouldn't even say start drawing. I would say get an iPad and start graphic designing because graphic designing is way more valuable and definitely way more valuable for what you're doing than um just drawing on pieces of paper i mean either one's fine i'm definitely no no artist myself so i'm just giving you my best advice here but you you got to think eventually no matter if you draw something on a piece of paper eventually you're gonna have to transpose that into digital art so you might as well just draw it digitally so get a get an ipad and just practice because you can hire people for your design ideas all you want but since you're so young, you have so much time ahead of you and so much time to do whatever you want. Like, it'd be hard to start a business. I would say spend I would say spend the next year, or the next couple of years, just learning how to draw, really learning how to illustrate exactly what's in your head because only you know what's in your head. So since you're so young, especially, just start because you say you don't know how to draw. Well, first of all, get get that out of your brain right now. Like you you're the, you're the best artist in the world. You are. And don't fucking say that you're manifesting shit, okay? Gonna do yourself a disservice saying that you're gonna manifest yourself into the best artist ever. Nope. You are the best artist ever. And you gotta, and it's not just about believing it. It's like you gotta feel that shit. You gotta actually feel like you are the best artist. You gotta feel what it, what it is like. You gotta be like, oh, man, people want me to do all this graphic design for them. And then you gotta say thank you. Thank you for making me the best artist in the world. Thank you for making me the best artist in the world. Thank you for giving, thank you for, thank you for allowing me to build the biggest clothing, one of the biggest clothing lines in the world. That's how you got to think. No manifestation bullshit. Your thoughts are your reality. Yeah, another dropshipping question. Okay. Oh man, so another dropshipping question basically I, I don't even have to read all this because I can exactly see. You know, I'll, I'll go ahead and read this. It's kind of like a dropshipping question, but it's a it's another common one. First off, hey, Scott, I've been following you for a while and a huge fan. Thank you very much. Appreciate all the content. Keep it up. So basically, I'm 16 in high school right now, and I don't know what to do. For the first two years, I hated school, and I didn't have any motivation to try. I was making a ton of money reselling sneakers, classic 
and making money online. And I knew that this e-commerce stuff worked and I could make money for the rest of my life. So now when the topic of college came up, I was always against it and everybody knew that. I thought it was a scam and you could learn more on your own. And my mom always said that she didn't care anymore. But now out of nowhere, she says that she really wants me to go. So I made this deal where if I were to go, I would only go to MIT because that's my favorite one. So after two years of slacking and doing nothing in school, do you think I should even try to get in? It's pretty damn hard. I was watching videos. Okay, so he's basically asking, should, okay, he has all straight A's. Should I go to M, should I try and go to MIT or should I just go straight for the coding and e-commerce route? Again, this these are questions that like, I can only answer based on the knowledge I know. Intuition rules all, always remember that. You just need to think about, young man, <laughs> You just need to think about one thing, and that's who do you want to be? You're 16. Who do you want to be in 10 years? Who do you want to be? And then you basically work backwards. Who do you want to be? Think about who you want to be. Feel how it would feel to be who you want to be. And then just, um, what's it called? When you decode it, that's not the word I'm looking for. But basically, you, oh my God, why can I not think of it backwards? Uh, oh my God, whatever. I'm just going to say, I can't, I hate when I forget a word. You just got to find out, okay, this is wh what I want to be. What would I have to do before this to get here? Okay. What would I have to do before that to get here? Okay. What would I have to do before that? And then you work yourself back. If who you want to be and where you want to go involves MIT or whatever MIT is going to teach you and the, the benefit of having an MIT degree, then you should go to MIT. But if you're thinking about yourself in 10 years, and it has nothing to do with MIT education whatsoever, then don't go to MIT. Gary Vee said it best when it comes to colleges. It's not a question of should you go to college? It, the real question you gotta ask yourself is why should you go to college? And if you cannot answer that, you should not go. Appreciate it. A lot of people are just writing in saying they love the podcast. I appreciate that. This one's called Click On Me If You Love Me. Just a lot of people asking how to make money. So quitting my job. See, here's another one, quitting my job. Made big progress in drop shipping. Again, that's all on you. If you make enough money, you mind, it's up to you. A lot of these... Um, I just don't want to be redundant. Like a lot of these are the same. Um, should I quit my job? You know, should I go to good? Okay, so this guy, this young man has some good questions right here. He goes, first off, I've been drop, drop shipping for about five months and I'm loving the content. I'm all about the value someone can bring. And out of all these I'm learning from, I definitely find, I definitely find the most from your content to keep it up. Thank you. Now the pie question. What role does mental positivity play for you in your daily life? That's something I've been really working on. I'm glad you asked that. I've been really working on that. There is a law and it's called the law of vibration. It's a, it's a universal law. This applies to everything in the universe. And essentially what the law of vibration is, like attracts like. Like when this table right here, even though it's dead, it's vibrating in a certain vibrational pattern. Essentially, what the law of vibration says is 
however, like when, when you have horrible thoughts and you're very negative, you're vibrating at a lower uh, frequency. When you have very positive, uh, very happy thoughts all the time, you're, you're vibrating at a higher playing field. And when I say, and this is why I talk shit on the manifestation bullshit all the time, um, because for this to work, you actually really have to believe it. There's no manifestation happening. This is how life is right now. And the world around you is just needing to catch up. Like it's already happened. The world around you is just needing to catch up. The reason mental positivity is so important is because when you're thinking positively all the time, the law of vibration comes in where you're going to attract positivity all the time, everything around you. So this is some sacred, powerful fucking information. And a lot of people just gloss over it as like, oh, that's crazy. This is real. This is very, very real. And I've done it many times. You got to like, I don't want to use something materialistic, but let's just say a millionaire. If you want to be a millionaire, you're not going to, you're not going to become a millionaire thinking like, oh, geez, oh, geez, here we go. Man, I'm never going to make, I'm just struggling for money all the time. This sucks. I want to make money so bad, but this sucks. I hate going to this job. God, then you're on your phone. Look at these people. Look at all these annoying people right here. You're never going to get anywhere with that. And then guess what? The people around, you're going to attract people around you who think the same way. It's going to, it's going to negate. Well, I don't know how you, it's just basically going to reinforce it. And it's just going to reinforce it and reinforce it. And you're going to think that's the way life is. And then that's why you see these people in the comments who just spew hate all day long. It's because they're one of these people who just sees life from a very negative lens. So they attract all negative people into their life. And then their life became a very negative situation that they never wanted. And then you look on the other side, people who are happy, who are just super positive all the time. They're hanging out with positive people, happy people. So that is super important. Whoever you want to be, you already are. And to put any divider between that is just a dumb move. Um, and then his second question is, when adversity or roadblocks hit, do you find it more beneficial to realistically address them or to not let to... No, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, it depends on what it is, but obviously you should address it, but you should never think once... You should never panic... You should never put your brain in a, in a certain situation where it starts to like, you know, go on, <clears throat> go on red alert or anything like that. Because the second it goes back to your first question, the second something bad happens, say your payment processor gets banned and you have $50,000 and that was the $50,000 you needed to pay your credit card bills to like start getting really negative and freaking out. It's only going to get worse, but when something like that happens, you got to already believe that you have that 50000 unlocked and that your account's unbanned. And you would be amazed. You're not manifesting shit. It already has happened. You got to feel like it's already happened. You got to actually know it's not even believe. I don't like the word believe. You already know it happened. Positivity is everything if you're looking for a positive life. So a lot of motivation. That's another one asking about how to do motivation. Um, ooh, that's a little too deep of a question right there. He's, I'll do that one. He said, um, what would you do if you had 10 minutes left to live? Man, I, fuck, I, 
even saying that, I don't even know if I could finish that question, dude. Ten minutes left to live. No phone. Um, I would honestly just meditate. I don't know how I would die, but fuck, I would just meditate and just think of all the good things that I've been blessed with. Yeah, here's another guy asking a similar question. Boom. So these are the questions I like just for future reference. I'm talking, I want relationship questions. I want, you know, um, weird, like, I don't know, any weird questions. Send, send in those, you know, I like stuff that try, try and like get me, try and like fucking fuck with me on a question or something, but keep it real, you know, make it, make sure it's real. But I love, I love answering relationship questions because some of them are just so funny. I love answering any questions other than the questions I've been answering for three years. But this man says, hey, Scott, my big question I'm asking you is what do you think the best storytellers do to convey their stories and ideas compared to regular people? I've been intrigued by storytelling ever since I started listening to Joey Diaz podcast some time ago. The way he can express stories and relate back to it in jokes plays a big part in his success. Rest in peace, Joey Diaz. Not him, but his podcast. He's still alive. It'd be interesting to know who you're some of some of your favorite storytellers. Yeah, Joey Diaz is my favorite storyteller. Oh, and uh, Theo Vaughn, those two can tell a story. I would say here's here's one big thing that I really dislike about people who try and storytell. We all know these people. Something they could say in like 20 seconds, it's a 10-minute fucking story. It's a 10-minute fucking story where they it, it has to do with something that happened on top of a mountain and they they started the story be like you know we woke up you know we uh we went to we went to this great breakfast spot i got i got chicken um i got a side of this veggie salad um the waiter was really nice and everything and then it's just like this long 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 build up into what actually happened like i'd rather spend 10 minutes talking about what happened rather than one minute talking about what happened in nine minutes, just building it up to make myself feel more important or make the story f seem more important than it is. That's one thing I that that's my only advice on storytelling. I can say, get to the point and start the story off with something that's going to intrigue people. If you just start rambling on and on and on about something that has nothing to do with anything, just to hear yourself talk, you're going to lose a lot of listeners, you know? So that's all I can really say with that. Um, yeah, here's another person essentially asking, he's 16, he has a high school job and he started his online store, Same, similar to that other question. And you guys can see like, this is, and I really don't want to sound like a dick or anything. I'm just saying like, this is very similar to how my inbox is. It's, it's, it's the same, it's been the same questions for years and years and years. This is why I try to avoid having these on the podcast, make them more abstract. I'm talking like. I want, my goal for you guys is to send advice questions that are that are true at advicefromscott at gmail.com on topics that have not even been mentioned yet. Like throw some wild shit topics in there. It can be anything. It can be interdimensional questions. It can be uh, uh, spa uh, space questions. It can be, um, you know, it, I'm going to probably leave politics out of this. Anything besides politics and e-commerce, basically, because you guys can see it's like it's the same. It's the same rotations and no one wants to hear that. I know you guys don't want to. OK, 
So that was his first question. His second question is, have you ever had those moments where you see your true potential and realize everything you could be, but then it starts to fade away? Yep. You just got to keep on believing. You got to keep on knowing that it's already true. You got to keep on knowing that it's already true. He says, have you ever been, find a way to stick with those thoughts again? Yep. Just believe it's true. Just no, I'm sorry. I keep using that word. No, it's true. You already know it's true. When, when a doubt comes, if you have a doubt come into your brain, it's kind of like a, a, a rodent and eventually they're going to breed and it's going to spread. And then eventually it's going to take over the whole house and you're going to move out. So always don't even, uh, don't even entertain that thought because in the war of art, not the art of war, but the war of art, he says to even have a conversation with resistance means you lost. It's similar to when a telemarketer calls you. And if you don't just hang up, if you have any engagement with this person, you just lost because now they got you. Same thing with these, same, goes back to that negative question, but this sort of ties into that. It's the same thing with these. To even entertain resistance, which this is what that is, when doubts are just simply resistance, it's the devil in disguise trying to prevent you from your God-given goal or God-given path. To even have that conversation with resistance means you lost. You cannot even entertain that. And then basically, I answered your third question there too. Another dropshipping question. Okay. So this guy's essentially saying that keep his name anonymous. I. Uh, I'll read this one since, uh, so this kind of goes, okay, I'll just go ahead and read it. Hey, Scott, love the content. Thanks for always keeping it real. You separate yourself from other YouTube gurus just by being yourself. Thank you. Some people, some people get pissed because I'm myself. I saw this lady today talking about, uh, I'm a college professor. And the fact you use the F word is not only vulgar and makes you look, um, uh, I forget what word, but she said I'm racist for using the F word, like the F word. She like tried to tie it to abonics or something. I don't know. I feel like I was on live when I saw that. I'm like, I feel like you saying I'm racist for saying like fuck, just for saying fuck, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you. Apparently I'm, I don't know. Apparently I'm racist for saying that guys, but that's me and that's myself. Apparently Gary V is too. <laughs> apparently Gary V is anyone who uses curse words I said how about you know what I said to her I go how about this you stick to teaching your little college class and I'll stick to teaching people how to make real fucking money like an actual way to make money you stick to your little class I'll stick to teaching these kids how to make money on their own anyway my question is kind of a sum of what would you do next please keep my name anonymous and say Alex okay yeah, so if you guys are writing in, just use an anonymous name. That'll probably be easier for me. I'm Alex, a 24-year-old graphic designer who has seen a ton of success in my industry, working with rappers such as 21 Savage, uh, Tory Lanez, Rich the Kid, NBA Youngboy, and Sway Lee, to name a few. I thought I knew this person for a second. Never mind. However, I live with my parents in Nebraska. I get down on myself because I'm surrounded by unmotivated people in a town of 25,000 people. Welcome to the club, motherfucker. 
Living with my parents feels like fake success because I'm not paying rent or bills. This kills my confidence whenever something good happens with my business and I feel like I'm hiding something when I give advice, talk to others about my design in life. Get the hell out of there right now then. Just find a way to get out of that. Like get out of your parents' house for one, Jesus. Like that is gonna kill your motivation and you gotta separate yourself from your childhood because you're a grown man now, you're 24 and what you're doing now is very different than what you're doing as a kid. So where you're living should be very different as well. I tend to stay away from the social life, good call. But like he's talking about bars, clubs and all that and just focus on the business. The majority of my friends are designers on the internet. I don't really have any in-person relationships that I vibe with. I go to the gym in the morning and then stay in my room most of the days working on client and personal projects. Just another reason to get out, get out of this place, get out of your house and find a place with a nice view that you would, cause it sounds like you do most of your work inside. And it's so important that when you do that, that you really enjoy where you're working because I learned the hard way. Trust me, man. I learned the hard way. You want to love where you work or it's not going to work. <laughs> you got to love where you work or it's not going to work. I have friends from high school and they're cool and supportive, but we don't talk about anything except football and partying. Yeah. Join the club, man. I know what you mean. I honestly do. More than you know. Whenever I talk about designer hip hop, they ignore it. Yeah, I feel that. I can feel the energy. They literally don't care. I would like to be surrounded with people in the fields of hip hop, design, entrepreneurship. Living at home has fucked up my dating life. Hard to bring, hard to bring chicks back over when my parents are under the same roof. You cannot do raw anal with your parents under the same roof. That's for sure. That you need definitely a, a space where they they won't be able to hear any of the noises coming from the woman. I'm not super worried about women right now, but I am focused on building my business, but I want to fuck hoes here and there. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even put that in there. He put that in there. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to tell you so far, get the hell out of there. Like it's obvious. And maybe you just need someone to tell you it's very obvious what you need to do and get out of there. And I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't even say get out of there and just like get an apartment in Nebraska. I would say get out of there and go to LA or it's like all these, all your friends online who are, who are in the same, who you talk with, but not in person, get them, talk to them and be like, Hey man, let's all get a place together. Let's all get a place together. Maybe you should meet them first just to make sure. But I would say I would recommend living with these people. Cause it's, I'm telling you, it's going to change your entire life. I did the same thing when I moved to LA, like none of my friends here drop ship at all. And then when I moved to LA and everybody was drop shipping and always working on YouTube videos, like none of my friends do YouTube or anything like that. It was a game changer. It motivated me so much. I would definitely recommend that. I know moving to a different area such as LA and New York will solve most of these problems and make everything feel real. I just don't know if it's the right choice right now financially. I have close to 20,000 saved up and make two to 3,000 from freelance graphic design. Man, that's more than enough. You gotta think. Yeah, it's it's more expensive. Like you can get a nice studio like right by the beach for 1,700, 2,000 a month in Santa Monica. And if you, and you can, if you don't want to be by there and you want to get a one bedroom, you can get one in West Hollywood. You can get, don't let that stop you. You're making enough to pay the rent, but you got to think how much more money are you going to make by being around these people, collaborating with these people, networking with these people in person, you're going to make so, I promise you, you are going to make so much money and you're going to make the opportunities you're going to fall upon are just going to be crazy. Now, would I say move right now? I don't know. Like I personally wouldn't. And that's just me. That's my personal situation. Just because of the current situation in Los Angeles, it's literally on fire and on lockdown big time. You can't even go to the gym out there and you're paying way more for rent. Um, 
but you have $20,000 saved up and you're making three, two to 3,000 a month from graphic design, you could easily be making tons more money a month by just being in LA, but you have to be there. Like things happen in Los Angeles that just won't happen anywhere else. You'll be, you'll be walking down the street and you'll fucking trip on a skateboard. And then you're like, ah, shit, my back. And then someone's, some girl's like, oh my God, are you okay? And then you look up, it's Cardi B helping you up. or just something like that. And then that's how you go on to uh, work for her. And then you work for all the people she knows. And then all of a sudden you're one of the biggest graphic designers um, for the, these artists. But you have to be there for that to happen. You have to. This is this the solution to all your problems is very obvious. Get your ass to LA. And if you don't if you don't want to go right now, you want to wait till next summer for things to open up. I would say just sign a six month lease. That's what I did. I just signed the six month lease somewhere in Nebraska. I know I know for a fact Nebraska. Um, you can get a pretty good place for a thousand. 1200 and you just got to think man yeah you're spending money you're not saving that money but the money that's like an investment into yourself you're spending that money to have a clear head and to motivate yourself even further and actually enjoy where you're working so he goes on to say my dream is to be an artist in hip-hop that has my own brand that does collabs with other brands like jeremy scott takashi murakami for da blah do you think it's time to leave the house and head to New York City or LA? Or should I keep building the foundation on my business, making more a month before I head out? I want to leave and not come back. This is the first time I've ever written this shit out and asked for help. My intuition knows I'm destined for more. Yeah, you just got to be around these people. And that's ultimately your preference. I prefer to live, we're both from the Midwest. I prefer to live in the Midwest right now simply because I can go. I just went to the gym. Like I went to the, I haven't even taken a shower yet. I just went to the gym and came here. So that's why I like being here. Uh, the, what I'm paying for this crate, like this is the best apartment in St. Louis. What I'm paying for this is d two times less than I was paying for just my room in LA. So it's like, yeah, I could go back to LA, pay for that room, pay double what I'm paying for this two bedroom apartment for one room, just so I can't go to the gym. Like I can go to the beach, but yeah, it's all that. So that's the, the that's the best advice I can give you, Alex. Another e-commerce question, Facebook ads copy question. See, this is the, I'm not going to be answering questions about how to write good Facebook ad copy. Um, and then Josh, oh, sorry, didn't mean to say your name, but basically he says, what's up, Scott? Do you ever see yourself being an angel investor for e-commerce businesses full on Shark Tank mode? I see myself for being an investor in all businesses, honestly. Um... Yeah, guys, so, oh, oh, my God, no way, oh, my God, no way, okay, what the fuck, I cannot get into this right now, oh, man, <laughs> so, I'm not gonna, someone, someone emailed me who, I'm not even gonna get into it, anyway, how do you find the balance between your personal branding to help make you money and keeping what you do on the low to avoid leeches and fake people? That's a great question. Uh, kind of answered that at the beginning, but nowadays I pretty much try to keep what I do on the low when I'm in person. Now, eventually I know people are going to find out what I do. 
but at least I can establish some sort of genuine connection. And then if it starts to leak into more of a one-sided relationship where they're trying to use me to get their dropshipping question answered, then I am not gonna be doing that. Another dropshipping question right here, not answering that. Uh, this guy's trying to get me to invest in something, not gonna be doing that. And then this email. Man, I can't read this email. Fuck. If I read this email, I'd have to go on a huge tangent story about some very personal things in my life. But that was just someone who, <laughs> that was just a personal connection in my life. But yeah, those are all the emails. I answered every one. I didn't think I would get through it, but it seems like a lot of you guys didn't um, heed my warning that I wouldn't read. Like someone literally asked me how to write Facebook ad copy the best. And then like, guys, no one's gonna wanna listen to this. Like I'll keep that stuff on my regular channel. But this is a podcast. And maybe you guys feel differently, but I would never listen to a Facebook ads copy podcast. <laughs> like this is, um, this is more for, um, this is more for breeding like more of a personality sort of non-financial focus podcast i'm gonna close that computer right there but yeah guys i hope you enjoyed that i'm not going anywhere yet i'm just gonna sit here and chat there's some things i want to catch up everybody about basically as you know well the front desk lady that's a whole new situation oh my god i should have started the podcast like this talking about this bullshit I hadn't seen this lady in two months. I successfully avoided her for two months. This, just to recap everyone, this is the person who asked me four times in a row when I got four different packages on four different days to buy her four different things. She really wanted me buying her like an aura ring. Um, she really wanted me buying her all this stuff. I, I gotta do that real quick. Um, anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I got sent a text real quick. I'm going to text and talk, but I went there after successfully avoiding her. Do you know? Sorry, that's a really important one. After successfully avoid her, go down and I have to get this package. I forget what it was, but I had to get it right now. This Oh, I was because I was going to the office. I wasn't even picking up a package. My Fiji water was down there, though, and that's what I was getting. And I hadn't seen her two months. I thought she got the hint like, ooh. Kind of started avoiding you completely simply because you would not stop asking me to buy you things. Like I'm not like this lady must think she's the first one to try and manipulate me or the first one to try to, uh, to like, I don't know. She probably just thinks I'm some young, dumb kid with money who doesn't know what they're doing. So I don't see her. And guys, this is no joke. This is like right out of a movie. I see her. She's like, how you been doing? And I go, been doing great and here to pick up my water. She's like, oh, okay. So when are you buying me that? So when are you buying me that ring? And I was like, oh yeah, forgot about that. And she goes, you know, I get married in a couple days and that ring would look mighty nice to my wedding ring. And I just started making, I'm like, oh my God. I just started making conversation about her wedding ring. 
And then as I'm walking away, she's like, I haven't seen you in a while. And I'm like, yeah, I've been trading stocks nine to five every day, which is apparently her hours. Uh, and I'm like, the market's really volatile right now. So I just came here to get this, but I need to head back. And then she was like, hey, uh, when will you have something for me to do for money? I'm like, well, I got a dropshipping course, but right now I'm also working on um, just doing stocks. Like you should trade stocks. It's really nice. I was just trying to get away. And she goes, no, 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 not, not that. I meant like, when are you going to have some, like, when are you going to like hire me? Cause I like hire me to do something and then you pay me money for doing it. I'm like, I've never hired anyone in my whole life. And I definitely don't plan to. It's like, come on guys. It's like, oh my God, how many fucking times do I have to tell this person? Like, this is a really nice building. I consider this the nicest building and this lady's, I can't go into the front desk. I literally can't go to the front desk. Uh, a lot of the times is because I don't want to be fucking asked to buy your shit. It's crazy. Um, but I am really happy with where I am right now in terms of, of the living situation. Fucking ecstatic. I'm loving it up here. Loving it, loving it, loving it. I'm going to be doing a bunch more podcasts coming up. Now that I have finally settled... Like ever since I got news of moving, I had to pack up a bit or or whatever. But the stocks have been going really good. The stocks market has been crashing like a motherfucker lately. I don't know if any of you guys have been watching it, but it's been a lot of, especially the tech stocks have been crashing, crashing big time. Um, in closing, I want to think about what I want to talk about because I really want to do a whole manifestation podcast, more like an anti-manifestation podcast, but. You know, a lot of people, one common note I noticed in all of these questions is a lot of people seem to look for their confidence and find their confidence in outward things instead of looking inward. And I completely understand that because we're living in the, I hate saying this too, the social media age. I would, I've, I've literally gone to like seminars in the past couple of years and like these old heads are still talking about how social media is going to change everything. It's like, you should have been talking about this 10 years ago because you're like, obviously like we know, but a lot of people, they look for validation for posting on their Instagram or whatever. And when they don't get enough likes, they'll delete it or, you know, all that. So we're living in a generation where people are, are, are only looking outward instead of inward for what they should do. And that's why I like asking questions. Like it's, it's, I think it's different to ask a question because these questions are basically about that. Like my parents don't believe in me, but I want to do this. What should I do? That's what I mean. Not like you're looking to me to tell you what to do. You're simply telling me your situation and I'm commenting on your situation. And I'm going to do a lot of these. I don't know how, like I want to do tons and tons of series as the, as you get, I'm sorry, let me, let me rephrase this. As long as you guys keep sending me questions, not dropshipping questions, not Facebook ad questions or anything like that, I'm going to keep answering them. I'm telling you, send me your relationship questions. I want to answer relationship topics because those always have the funnest twist to them. I want to, I want to answer anything. I do want to, I do want to get a dog though one day, but that's a little off topic. Anyway, guys. I kind of wanted to make this podcast out to be an hour, but I'm not just going to ramble on for another five minutes to make it be an hour. I'm just going to close this off here. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, if you guys have any questions for the next advice podcast, advice from Scott, 
at gmail.com. All one word. Send me your questions there, and I'll be sure to answer them as long as you follow the criteria. Throw me for a loop. I'm telling you, throw me for a loop. Ask me some crazy shit. And let me tell you what, like Egyptian, what do you think the pyramids were? I could, I could tell you, I could go on a tangent about the pyramids or like, what's the, what's the real history of human history? Like, I'm not some, I'm not some one dimensional character. Who's only going to be a robe, like a robotic one dimensional character. Who's like dropshipping question. Let me answer that. Dropshipping, let me answer that. I want to talk about these fucking aliens where Jesus was for 13 years in the Himalayan mountains. Um, what, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, the, the origin of our species, the indigo children, where the story behind Atlantis and, uh, the, uh, fucking Merkabas and all of this, uh, Bermuda triangle bullshit explain, like talking about all that, talking, talk, like just throw me for a loop. Ask me conspiracy questions. Ask me relationship questions. And then I liked a lot of these questions. And I'm saying don't ask me any questions about your, um, about like, like that one kid who was talking about the graphic design. I liked his, like that type of shit I like because he was saying, he was explaining a situation and he, and it wasn't more like, um, it wasn't more of like, it wasn't a redundant, repetitive question. It was like a very specific advice question that has doesn't have, didn't ha have specifically to do with what I've talked about for three years on my YouTube channel. Um, but anyway, guys, I really I really appreciate all the questions, whether I got to them or not. I really do. That you guys took the time to ask me these questions. Now we are on a better now, uh, kind of on a better playing, uh, more knowledgeable playing field, and all that. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. This is the The Simplified Podcast. And I'm Scott Hilsey. Peace out. Peace out. Pizza with oats.